Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to a very, very special edition of the Spurs Show for our Patreon subscribers. Delighted to have this man with us, a man who not many people can say they played for Tottenham Hotspur and also coached and was assistant manager for Tottenham Hotspur. Also under the Enoch uh, regime, one of the first to work under Daniel Levy. So it'll be interesting to get his views on the current team later. I'm joined by John Gorman. How are you, John? Yeah, I'm good. Is it Mike? Yes, it is. It is indeed. Yeah. I've Love spoke it. to you enough and text you enough. Yes. I mean, yeah. thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, let's let's start kind of near the beginning of your career. Obviously, you 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 were born and raised in Scotland, and then you started playing. I'm assuming were they your boyhood boyhood club, Celtic? Was that the club yeah. you really wanted to play for? Absolutely, I supported Celtic. My dad, my brother, God bless him. Um, everybody now, my nephews were all Celtic mad. Still am to this day. Yeah. Tottenham, and, um, obviously Celtic are my number one team. Tottenham, my number two team in England. Well, obviously number one in England. Yeah. And um, when you, when you join a club like Tottenham, it becomes your team. You yeah. know. And um, but Celtic, I always have to watch them. I've just spoken today, actually. To David Hay, uh, oh, right. famous um, Celtic yeah. player, manager, yeah. and everything, because try to get Lou McCarry's number because I lost it, and um, just to say well done, he's doing oh, that thing for amazing. He's know, been doing that, that very quietly for years. That yeah, it's yeah. absolutely incredible. Yeah. Absolutely so it was, yeah, I was, I was um, really, um, I'm, I'm dying to speak to him. I tried his number, but I didn't get any answer, so I'll continue. But anyway, getting back to Celtic, yeah, in fact, David Hay and me. We were there. We had the famous I played in the reserve team. I only played one first team game. Always a big regret. Um, mm. I was paid to leave Chuck Steen. I was left. I left to go to Carlisle when I was. Mm. I just got married. I was just wow. twenty years old. Really, I was. I wasn't even twenty one. You know how tough was that? When this is your boyhood club. You yeah, know, you got the chance. You were there a while, but didn't get that yeah. opportunity. Five. It must be very, very tough. I was there five years, and and um, right from I was like I was picked when I was thirteen, fourteen. I went to training, um, then I signed um, schoolboy forms at fifteen, and I was on the ground staff at sixteen and a half. And um, and you know I was there with you know with Lou McCary, David Hay, Kenny Dalglish, Danny McGrain, mm, um, wow. David Carnack, David Hay, um, sorry George Conley was the best. Oh, there was just so many good players, Victor Davison. There were just so many um, good players at that mm. time, and we were all trying to get in the first team at the same time. But they yeah. just won the European Cup. That's they right. were like, um, 
the best, um, you know, that to him, Celtic were like amazing club, you know, mm. just every player was quality and it was, um, it was a great time to be there, but a hard yeah. time to break through, really. You know? I mean, you know, if, if you're going to leave Scotland, um, I mean, <laughs> it's not to travel that far. You, you no, ended up, up at Carlisle. And for younger yes. listeners, this was the era when Carlisle United were in the top yeah. division. I remember it well, 75, I think they were up. What was that like? Was that, 74, I mean, Mike. 74. Um, I've just been speaking to my old pal, Les O'Neill, today. I was actually supposed to go to the game on, um, yeah, this Saturday, because they're, um, they're having a reunion. Oh, lovely! And but it's my family; it's my my um my granddaughter's birthday weekend. Uh, um, so uh, yeah, they're, they're having a reunion for um um is it fifty years? Oh God! Oh, it was when mm. no, it wouldn't be fifty. What would it be? Um, it's a reunion. They're they're making a room for us that we the team that went up. You know, uh, I mean, I went to Carlisle not knowing how good they were because when he it was Bob Stoker was a manager and right. and um he signed me and um. I didn't realise just until you got there, Carlisle were like championship would be now, mm. but they were a really good side. And yeah. and um, and as I said, we ended up um, getting promoted in my third season. And um, I'd been poor the year three times. I had great times at Carlisle. I've got a, I've yeah. got a vague memory. Didn't they beat Tottenham in the third round of the cup? Yeah. Time? We, we beat them in game? the league. We beat them in the league wow. um, the third game of the season or something. It was right after the... Um, the season started. Um, we beat Chelsea away. Funny enough, mm-hmm. David Hay played in the game. We beat yeah. Chelsea away two 0 No, Tottenham was the next. Beat Tottenham um, at home, um, and we had about f- first five games. We were top of the top of That's the league. Right. I remember. I remember. But we didn't have enough. We only had sixteen players for the whole season. Can you imagine that wow. now? You know, that is amazing. Um, so you were there. Yeah. Like, you were there. I think six years. And I was then, there for six years, yeah. yeah. And then Tottenham came Wait. calling, and I'm assuming 76, uh, he'd just taken over almost. That was Keith Birkenshaw. How did that yeah. whole deal come about? Well, that's a funny thing, because I knew um, Keith, obviously, um, from his Newcastle days as well, but um, yeah. Bill Nicholson was had one that came up to watch me, actually, the great really? Bill. But but Keith knew me anyway. But to cut a long story short, I was supposed to be going. Um, I, I went through the tribunal. Didn't sign a contract for three seasons. I was a bit of a rebel. I was a bit of a rebel, and um, so yeah. So ended up. Um, I goes to. Um, I I got a call the day that. Funny enough, Dick Young, who was the assistant manager, was the caretaker manager, and Bob Bobby Monker took over that day, and I thought. Oh, well, I said to my wife, Myra, God bless her, she's gone now. But, and I was, we were pushing the pram with Amanda and the pram, and I says, I says, I think it was maybe Nick. I think he was just a baby. Yeah, it was Nick. Mm. And we'd been for a walk, and I heard the phone, and I ran, and it was Dick says, come, come down, collect your boots, you're going to Tottenham, you're going to Spurs. Wow. I didn't even get. I didn't even get a chance. I was just on the train at three o'clock, and um, wow. I, I went down, got my boots, and honestly, I virtually just packed what I had. And I was on the train, and Keith um, met me with the chairman. Who was the chairman then? Sid great, Wales, the was it? Sid yeah, Wales, Sid, that was it. It was a lovely yeah. man, and uh, he met me um, at the airport. At the not the airport, the, um, the train station at Euston or wherever it was, and um, and then went to the hotel at Enfield. And then next morning, I'm, I'm, well, that night I, I signed the contract and um, got a medical from the dock in the in the in the Blinken um, hotel bedroom. Yeah. Wow! And then yeah, and then the next day, I'm going to the misty day. It was a Thursday, 
And that, funny enough, one of the first people to come right out to meet me was Glenn. Oh, really? Um, and, yeah, he was, and um, instantly we became best pals, you know. And uh, but he was about eight years, at least about eight years younger than yes, me, of course. you know. Yeah, yeah. But we had a, Spurs had a, had a good squad, but we, they were they were struggling a bit. It was it was in the deadline type of day um, signing. I was like, you know, I can't even it, remember. It was quite a new team because obviously Terry Neal yeah. being there, he moved on the old guard, Chivers, obviously Jennings, and the year later. Yeah. Um, I mean, thinking defender-wise, Bill had kind of moved on, Kinnear had moved on. That's right. Uh, I think even Knowles was kind of gone as well. Well, so no, it was, I, took, I took Cyril's place. Yes, that's Cyril, right. In fact, when I ended up, I played 16 games, and by the way, I, I was really flying. And I remember Birkenshaw even asking me if there's any more like me in the championship. You know what I mean? And... Um, he was. It, it was. And then I got. I got that injury. A really bad injury against Liverpool. Jimmy Case. Jimmy Case. Yeah, it was Jimmy Case, and I might as well put the record straight. It was not. It was nothing. Everybody said Jimmy Case and stories and things. It was just mm. a tackle. My yeah. leg just twisted, and um, it was nothing uh, like devious or bad. Like mm. you know what I mean? He could tackle, mind. He, could, he was yeah. a hard player, but yeah. it wasn't down to him. Anyway. I, I, I took ages and I ended up having an operation, a, quite a bad operation. And then I came back in the pre-season and then I redone it. We were in we were in Belgium. We were, we were playing Anderlecht and that oh. and pre-season. Um, and anyway, I got this injury again. And this time it was right off the bone and they put a bolt in my knee. It was like, and I did well though. I went to make, Mike Varney sent me to the um, two army places to, to get fit. And I came back. Said to my wife Myra at the time, I says, um, I said, my, I said, I'll be in the first team in a bit because I was so fit, you know. Mm. Yes, you were. And very, very and, fit and we came back and I missed the whole season when they got relegated. I, I didn't play one. I didn't. I couldn't play because I was out for eighteen months. We yeah. had um, we had Jerry Armstrong on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he came out a very interesting revelation. He said, I mean, I know you you were obviously there. He yeah. said, the reason I think we got relegated, we went on such a long pre-season tour. We went all around the world and we were just really, really tired. And it really yeah. caught up on us. I don't know if you kind of agree with that. I mean, I know you were out. You were probably on a lot of the tour. Well, I missed, the, I missed the Australian tour because right. I was trying to get fit, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, when we got up um, and I got fit, Came straight back in the team. We went on tour. Funny enough, again we went to Ireland. We went to Bit of Bell. Played it. Played um, abroad. I remember Whitman. I think we were in Holland and when um, Ozzy, Ozzy and um, and Ricky well, joined like, us. That, what, what was that like? Where, you know, you, when yeah. you heard that these two World Cup stars were signing for Tottenham Hotspur, can you remember how you felt and where you were? Yeah, well, we were in me and Glenn and Jim Holmes, Jimmy Holmes, who yes. was another best pal. Um, the three of us were in the same um, room. We were in um, um, three beds and that, and the one because um, it was like a it was like a training facility we were in, you know, in in, in Holland. So, to cut a long story short, we, we got told they were coming, and Glenn in particular was like a school. He was like a young school but running around like he was so excited, you know, and. Um, and, and of course they joined us and the first thing we did we met them and we played table tennis with them and, and everything like that and um, we realised right away these are just two ordinary lovely guys you know what I mean yeah. and um, but it, it was so funny because Ozzy was so so unfit you know we we, we did the pre-season and he was right behind everybody and we were right. thinking who have we got here 
you know. And um, but when the as soon as the matches started, we played our first game against Anderlecht or somebody like that, right. and and um, he was he was unbelievable. He was just like a, a different when he played in a, a match. He was just a different player altogether. You know, he's told us he's told us on a previous show that no yeah. one told him that Tottenham had just been promoted from the lower division. <laughs> yeah. He had yeah. no idea. And if he did, he probably wouldn't have joined. I know. He's always said that. He always criticised us all for being no good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he, he's a great guy and um, he's still a great guy now. And he's a yeah. big spurs through and through, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. That, that, um, that season, that, that amazing season, we, we started, as you said, we started at Nottingham Forest, the champions. Yeah. I played in that game. and We then had yeah. a bizarre midweek game, uh, the ticker tape, all the ticker tape, the fans. Yeah, Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Aston Villa 4-1. And that yeah. kind of was a sort of marker to not getting things right defensively. They were then drew 2-2 with Chelsea, which that game I think yeah. people, listeners can still see on YouTube. And then the one yeah, you I've missed, seen it. you yeah. then missed the next one, the 7-0 defeat to Anfield. If you're going to miss yeah. the game, that's the one to miss. Well, you know what happened? This is what was so strange. Um, I was playing well and... Um, we put, and um, what's his name? Mike Varney. Mike says, John, you had this. I was playing because I didn't like telling Keith that I had, because um, he kept asking me, is that knee all right? Is that knee holding up? And I kept saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I actually pulled my left thigh. I had a big hole in my leg. And um, I should never have been playing. But Mike says, look, you're playing that well. Rest it, you know. And um, and I, I I came out from one game. Don McAllister went in and and he played well in the game. I went out, so he kept the same team for Liverpool, which I suppose was a good thing, you know. But yeah. um, anyway, I I only had sixteen more games, and it was I can even it coming back to me if you don't mind me talking, Mike. No, please do. That's what was. And um, it, it's just coming back to me. And we played um Everton. We were playing. No, we played Swansea in the cup, right? Mm. Yes, the league and, cup, I think the, and then the replay, we played them at White, at, um, White Hart Lane, and mm-hmm. it was snow on the ground. And all the fans remember me because I used to wear green soled boots. Mm-hmm. And um, cut a long story short, I had a bit of a stinker, but and um, I think we drew. I, I, no, we won the game. Sorry, we did win the game. I'm trying to remember we scored. But anyway, cut a long story short, um, after the game, Keith slaughtered me like for having a bad game, and I threw a cup of tea at him. Really? <laughs> and us, the boys like Glenn and that were, oh, John, what are you doing? And they apologising. I says, no, I'm not apologising. So anyway, cut, like, he brought me in and I thought he was um, he's, he was going to, um, what's his name, um, just drop me. Yeah. And he, and um, But he said to me, look, John, he says, you'll never be the same, you know, your, your legs, your legs. And I says, yeah, I'm all right. But, you know, the man was such a great man. I could never say a bad word. About him. He actually offered me at 29 a youth coaching job then. Really? Wow. He, I, I could have been that. a coach. I could have been wow. a coach for Tottenham at that age. Wow. And he offered me good money to yeah. take the insurance. They offered me the yeah. part of the insurance money. And I says, no, I can play, but I had to go to America. I couldn't get... Well, this is it. I mean, this this is why it's so unusual. You know, sort of 79, you take your... Sounds like your young family, and you go to play for Tampa Bay Rowdies. Explain going from Glasgow, Carlisle, London, and now you're in America. I know. I know. I mean, how did that come about? And did you know know other players that had already made that move? Well, funny enough, it was Stevie Perryman, and there was only... There wasn't um, there wasn't agents in their days as such. Mm. There was there was a couple of guys. Well, oh, come with me his name again. It was Stevie Stevie P's agent and Don McAllister had gone to Washington right. and loved it. Mm-hmm. And of course, 
I said to, to Keith, um, you know, I've got a chance to go to America. And he said, oh, so anyway, um, they let me go. But I, I had to sign a form, a contract, not a contract, to say that I couldn't play with an, with an English team, you know. Right, OK. So so anyway, um, Ted Buxton was was saying, Gordon Jago had tried mm -hmm. to sign me at QPR when I was oh, wow. doing really well at Carlisle. Yeah. And Gordon knew all about me. And he sent Ted to watch me because at one minute I'm told to quit. And then Keith, um, Peter Shreves, who, again, is a great coach at Spurs, a good friend of mine, and God bless him. He's still going strong, I hope. And um, anyway, he, he puts up the reserve team. And I'm one minute. I was in the first team. And then I'm supposed to quit. And then my name's up in the reserves. <laughs> And I scored my only game for Spurs that day in the reserves. <laughs> and and the, the, so Ted watched the game, yeah. told Keith Birkinshaw that I was perfectly fit and all the rest. They did they did a thing for me. And um, they, they did this test, which they never do in England, where they test everything. And mm -hmm. they said, oh, your, your knee's pretty solid. You'll be all right. But there's a problem with your heart. Really? <laughs> Honestly, and I've hit, wow. honestly, it was proved. I've had a, I've had a, a, a dodgy heart all my career. I didn't even know of it because I've got a pacemaker now, right. you know. Yeah. So how mental is that? Um, so yeah. anyway, cut a long story short, I went to America and, um, I mean, I played six seasons there. I played five seasons with Tampa, oh, more than six, five with Tampa Bay. I was player of the year. I was um, in the All-Star team three times, picked alongside names like Cruyff and Beckenbauer and all these people, you know what I mean? And um, I, I had my best years and it really annoyed nice. me that I should have still, because obviously my team, the boys, Chris Hutton, who was reserved then, he, Chris took my place and he had a wonderful career. Mm. And um, they, they won the cup, you know, and that's, that's that was right. when you Mike Vanley said with the strip and everything in the cup final and all that, because, yeah. um, you know, I was still like Spurs mad and my son was, and um, yeah. it was, um, it was, it was sad. And because, you know, having to leave two clubs that I, that I loved, yeah. you know. But then you went to Phoenix, Phoenix Inferno, something yeah. called the Indoor League. How, how did that work? Well, because when we played with Tampa, we played in the summer, we played outdoor. Right. And the winter, we played in indoor. And I loved doing the indoor, actually. I, um, and I used to get more assists and goals and things like right. that. And the, the manager of Phoenix was Tony Simoes, who was a great Portuguese player, played with, um, you know, Eusebio and um, right. Torres and all these. And he really liked me as a player. And he, he, spent, he paid some money. And even though I was about 33 then or something, um, he, he took me over. Um, he, he worked, you had to jump. Me and but God bless my wife again and the family, Amanda and Nick, they mm. travel all the way by car, all the way to Phoenix um, yeah. to, to, to play in indoor soccer. And um, we used to get like 10,000 people indoor. Wow. Yeah. Amazing, amazing yeah. experience to have Yeah, for all of you. And then, you know... You, you you eventually come back and here the link with Glenn Hoddle happens again. Uh, yes, yeah. he's, he's had his sort of first managerial coaching job at Swindon. Yeah, but just before that, I must, if you yeah. don't mind me saying, I came back. Um, Keith Peacock, um, who was my assistant manager at Tampa, uh -huh. says one day, John, I'll have you um, uh, coaching with me, and I went, yeah. And and as soon as um, I, I got in touch with him, Frank Clark wanted me as well at Leighton oh. Orient. So anyway, I went to um, to Gillingham, and I was at Gillingham four years. You know? Oh wow! And then I and then I went to Orient, mm -hmm. um, 
um, and I was with Frank Twark, and I was um, reserve and youth manager. I used to drive the bus, playing the reserve games right. and everything. And Glenn's brother, Carl, was actually playing in the reserves, and I was playing, in fact, we were playing Arsenal. And Glenn came to the game, and then he was waiting for me outside. He says, Johnny says, I want you to come with me my first opportunity. I've got the Swindon job. And I had to go in and ask Frank Clark, and he was tremendous, and he let me go straight away. He says, oh, you got to, it's a big opportunity, assistant manager. So that was me and Glenn. Next day, and we're on our way to Swindon. Mm. I mean, incredible time you had there. Um, incredible success. Then Glenn uh, went to Chelsea, and he asked you to go, but you stayed there and then became, became manager, didn't you? Yeah, he, I mean, I was on my way with him, if yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah. And um, the chairman of Swindon didn't want me to go. He grabbed me and said, look, we want you to stay and be the manager. And right. my heart ruled my head, if I'm being honest, because, yeah. you know, Chelsea would have been an, an easier opportunity. But, you know, I thought, well, why not? We're in the Premier League. And I felt we were, it was a bit um, quick to leave Swindon in some ways because we'd done such a good job. Mm. I know we wouldn't have... We knew, I knew whoever was the manager... Is going to have a hard job, and it was yeah. me. You know, we said whoever because all, there was about eight players, and and one of them was Colin Calder with the captain, right. who's and Glenn. Ago, um, yeah. Obviously, was a great player, Dave mm -hmm. Mitchell. People are, and Colin Calderwood. I took him up and put a message. We, we got a million and something for him, and it because the club had only played a Lou McCarry bought Colin for about forty grand. Yeah. You know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That shift of being assistant manager kind of being, yeah. I suppose there's kind of a good cop, bad cop type thing. You yeah. get all the players and now all of a sudden you're the one that's making the final decision and has to be the discipline and all that. Is that a difficult shift or did you find that quite easy? Well, to be honest, Mike, um, always, um, you know, you, you always feel, you, you know, I, I probably would have been, if, in, in heart and rules head now, and you think, I was a good assistant. I was a great assistant with Glenn, you know, and um, but I've, I've been assistant with um, so many other people. I just spoke to Joe Jordan yesterday. I was his assistant. I've been Jim Magilton's assistant twice. Yeah, yeah. I've, be, I've been, um, what's his name, um, Alan Pardew at Reading, I've been um, Brian Little, um, mm. D Dennis Smith at West Brom, George Burley twice, George yeah. Burley at Ipswich, you know, mm. and, um, and and of course I was assistant with Carl Robinson at MK Dons, my last yeah. club, yeah. and um, try to think of as another club. I say, oh yeah, Gillingham of course yes, as well. Yeah. With Andy Hissenthaler and yeah. um, and Paul Taylor, he was um, after after after. So I've been assistant mm. and. I did. I did enjoy being assistant, but I didn't like the money. Right. We got rubbish. We got rubbish. Right. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm being funny, but at yeah. the same time, why? When you're assistant, you don't get the wages that a manager gets. No, you know, absolutely. And absolutely. and when you're like not had great wages all your career, um, yeah. I, I quite enjoyed being the manager, and especially when I was at clubs like Wickham, you know, 
Um, then, you know, it's a smaller type club, but um, it was um, probably one of my highlights and one of the worst times in my career as well. What's but the, I mean, what's the shift then? Because in a game, people will forget, you know, and I don't know if you were the first Scottish. I think yeah. you probably were. You were assistant to England with Glenn. And that's another. I nearly. I, I was just going to. I was just going to come I mean, on to that. I mean, it's yeah. extraordinary. I think a lot of people forget yeah. that you and. Uh, and there was a to good be in the club game so long, and now you've got the best of the best. Yeah. How do you work with them? How can you tell well, David Beckham what to do and yeah. things like that? It's a good, it's a good shout, Mike. You're, you're very good, you know. Thank so you. anyway, what what <laughs> happened was um, Glenn called me up, and I'm with Joe Jordan, and Joe's my and I even spoke to him yesterday, believe it or not. So big Joe I had to say to Joe, he wasn't too happy being a big Scotsman. Like I says, Joe, I've been I've been offered um assistant manager of England. What? You know, and um, Bristol were great. They were they were over the directors were because they thought it was good for the club. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, um, I went up to see Glenn, expecting him to say, "Come back with me again at Chelsea or that." But I right. thought, no, he's got you know. He's got um, Peter Shreves, he's got Graham Ricks, he's got, you know, I says, I can't see. I said to Myra, I think Glenn wants me back. So I come to the house and he says, John, he says, I've been offered a job and I want you to come with me. And he, and he says, England. And I went, what? I says, are you sure? I says, I'm Scottish, you know what I mean? And um, even just being, he said, no, you're the man I want. I, I need you but with me. And oh, you know something? I walked crazy. in and Glenn will tell you, I went in with the boys taking the training and the warm and things like that. Ray Clemens, we, we got to join us as well. God bless him. And um, we went out for training. And honestly, I, I never even bothered. It was like taking David Beckham was no, no different from taking um, Darren Curry and, mm. and people like that at um, Wickham, you know. Yeah. Um, so I went out there and... Um, I never ever felt any problem. I was quite good that way. I could, and, and the boys were great because I think they were used to people like Fergie being their manager and things. Right. So they were used to the Scottish um, accent. Right. And it, Glenn used to say to me, John, you're not the first. There was a Scottish guy, I can't remember his name, but that he, when Glenn was a player, was, was under one of the managers. Can't remember either. Can't yeah, he was. Okay. And there was a goalkeeper and coach as well. Right. Okay. And um, so anyway, I took it in my stride. And the, the lads were great. And the, to be honest, the fans were really good. In fact, the head of the English fans, um, Garbett, funny name, um, his, his second name, he still keeps in touch with me now. In fact, he yeah. wants me to do some England iconic paintings. Wow. Getting back. He wants me to do some paintings for him. He's, he's asked me, he's, he's like Bobby Moore and, and different people that's been with England because he, he runs England's um, right. supportive thing, you know? Amazing, and, and um, they, they treated me. The fans were great. I thought they would be Scottish and all that. But you know, they, they were, yeah. you know, there was there was the night in Italy. There was incredible. Then obviously the whole. I mean, we've had Glenn on this, this show three times, and we talked about him leaving and how he really felt let down by the FA yeah. and uh, and all that. But again, being an assistant, whenever that manager's asked yeah. to go, you'd have to go. Well, I'm off now as well. It must be a weird gig to have. Where it's got nothing to do yeah. with you, that that but, but politics, you know, but then Mike, you've gone as well. Yeah, but I never. You know, the thing about it is, I never got the sack. Oh, really? No, Glenn. Glenn got um, and, and he shook, Glenn called me. I was at Lank um, Wembley then. By then, we, we used to be at Lancaster Gate, and then we we're at Wembley, and I was there with the staff, Michelle, and all the rest. And um, anyway, um, 
I guess Brian says to me, John, get yourself to is it St James's Park, you know, the big park, right? Yeah, it's near the, the, yeah. the Premier League offices. Mm-hmm. He says, "We're you know we're we're getting the site like, and um, you've got to come in after me." So when it comes in, oh, they're all smiling and all this with me, and I'm going, "Oh, that's nice, isn't it?" And they're going, "Oh no, we want you to stay on and um, look after the um, the next guy who comes in." Which wow. they says it would be it was Howard Wilkinson, and. I had to work with her for about six months. And to be honest, her knew, her was good because he knew that I, because I, I, I was honest and says, look, whoever's next manager, as it happens, it was Kevin Keegan, because we heard that anyway. I yeah. says, he's no one me to be his assistant. He's got all, all the people that works with him all the years, you know? Yeah. And um, and I says, and so Howard helped me to get away, really, you know? Wow. That's amazing. Amazing yeah. story. And then- So I could have been, yeah, I was there. I was there for when they got beaten with France 3 yeah. 0. And it was, you know, it was um, yeah that that game. So I, I stayed on for quite a bit. Yeah, and then you know you you returned to was, your 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 English club, and and again, you know, I remember as a Tottenham fan, we had a yeah. very weird 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 appointment by Alan Sugar of George Graham that a lot of fans didn't. Yeah, to fairness to Graham, in his first season, we won the League Cup, and all of a sudden we remember as fans, we got this our third. Semi-final, FA Cup semi-final coming up against that lot down there, the Arsenal. And all of a sudden, <laughs> in the papers, Graham Enoch come in. Yeah. They, they use some, he's brought the club into disrepute, some interview he did. Now, Glenn's in, you're back. And I think, I yeah. remember it, your first, your first game was that semi-final, wasn't it? Semi-final, we're on the pitch yeah. with a new suit. Yeah. And we're, um, we're, we're looking up and there we were. And we had no players. I'm not mm. being funny. We got the game. We got the first training session on the Thursday. We right. we, had, we had players in the team like even got Gary Dockery scored. Well, he didn't scored. And, he scored. We took yeah. the lead. Yeah, we took. Had the to lead. play Gary up. I think Gary That's had right. to play up front. That's right. He He's did centre half, and yeah. um, we had no. And, and so actually, we control. We tried ever so hard to convince him to stay, and he liked us a lot because we worked with him in England. You see. Mm. And he, he and we thought we we were going to get him, but obviously had made his mind up before we came that he was going to Arsenal cough, yes. and um, yeah. so he was going to Arsenal. So I, I remember that day in training where I actually I took him. I probably was wrong, but he he, he wanted to play badly, and um, he played in the game, but he had to come off. And when he was off injured, that's when they scored the equaliser. Yeah. yeah, the free kick. I can remember it. You're bringing yeah, it all back. I, I Mike. was there. I was there. <laughs> My memory's uh, getting better talking to you. Uh, well, they are. I'm glad to hear it. And then they're also, you know, very early on uh, with you and Glenn was the the run to the uh, the League Cup final, final yeah. at Cardiff. Now, the, you know, we hadn't beaten Chelsea in a long, long time. And, and I mean, uh, do you put that down working there? One of the best games, yeah. that incredible five-one. Yeah, that was my game was for else, me as an assistant manager and as the, the most proudest Spurs. Everything, cl- everything were, clicked that we, night, didn't it? We were so um, so good, and uh, and um, and we had a good team. Mind, we had some good players. You know, people don't realise, but there were a lot of experienced players. And I think if we'd have won that cup and. Um, and I think we should have won it because I think we, um, I think we had a go scored or something. I can't remember someone happened with Gus, Gus Poyet with so many experienced players. Like, but we should have, we should have won. It was it extra time we got beat? Wasn't it? I, I watched it back yesterday, yeah. and I hadn't watched it did since you? I was there. And obviously, what happened was um, the blatant penalty that Sheringham should have got in eighty-eight minutes. That's right. 
where yeah. he went through, and I can't remember who the defender was, an absolute blatant penalty waved yeah. away. This is obviously pre-VAR. I know. And, and that know. was it. We felt absolutely... I mean, we didn't play well that day, but... We not as well, no, because we were expected to win, and because yes. it was Blackburn. Blackburn yeah. had some Mark Hughes and Mark all that. Hughes, that's right. But um, yeah. anyway, we lost that game, Andy and I'll Carlson. tell you what, they would have got... If we'd have got through and been in Europe, like you know, um, that Glenn would have got more um, money and, and that for the next again year. But and unless you because we were Tottenham, but I felt a pride at Tottenham because I mean, I, I used to say to Glenn and he knew that play people like Ledley and Simon Davis and um, Matthew Errington and um, there was um, all the all the young ones. Um, I used to spend hours with Robbie Keane mm-hmm. um, and that after training and um, Jamie and they were all. A uh, great bunch of lads, and, and I and I remember all the young ones. I used to spend so much time after training working on them and and try to improve them and everything. And you know, and it was a shame because they were all coming through. They were all, you know, we we could have had a good side like, but it, it's been, probably yeah. you know, as I said, Glenn said, it's his biggest frustration in his career. The fans as well. I mean, his first few seasons, we brought in Goran Bucevic, Gus Poye mentioned, Christian Ziga, Dean Richards, Casey Casey Keller came in. So, you know, players, I know know Glenn has told us certain players he wanted to get in that we couldn't get some big overseas players that financially we couldn't get in. And then the following season, we brought in a Simovic, Toda Blondell. Yeah, Robbie Keane came in and read that, but it didn't quite work. Balls. Yeah, and I then, agree with you. Yeah, and then I think his last season we brought in Pastiga didn't work. Zamora didn't work. He eventually went into Fo came in. Canute yeah. was I thought a really really good player, and um, and it, it didn't work out. That again must have been for both. Yeah, it was very it was very very frustrating. You know, how did you and, find um, because you were you you were kind of the first couple of seasons under the the, the still the owners Enoch. How did you find them to, to work with twenty years ago? They were good, to be honest. Um, and Daniel, to be honest, uh, we never had him. He, he, he gets a lot of criticism, but I think um, I loved him, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I thought he was very good. And all the board then as well, they were very um, ordinary, hands-on guys. You could talk to them, just pick up the phone, and I could still do that with Daniel today, you know. So mm-hmm. I've got no no um, heart, what do they call it? Um I did get told on the phone. Daniel was away on holiday, actually. I think it was his honeymoon. No, he wasn't his honeymoon because I was at his wedding, and um, he, he was um, he was away anywhere. And we, it was um, who, who was the, the, the? He was one of the top directors. He went to America. Kemsley, Paul Kemsley. Yeah. He was it was him that phoned me up to tell me. Uh, but as he was doing it, my wife went in and she says, "John, you've got the sack." It was on the telly. <laughs> Chris, Chris shooting and um, what's his name? Um, Chris Shooting and um, and, and uh, d- d- what's his name, David. Well, well Pleat came in. Pleat took David Pleat. It was da- David. David yeah. Pleat and, and Chris Shooting took yeah. over. And yeah. um, she said, Dave Pleat and Chrissy's got the job." And, and I went, "Oh well, good way to find out." You know. So, wow. um, but th- to be fair, they looked after me. There was never a problem. Um, and I'm still to this day very, um, you know. I can go to Spurs any time I want and all that. You know, people are really good, yeah. you know. It's a frustration because, yes, you know, we weren't getting the results, but, you know, we had some big games and good yeah. games. It was almost the start of the new era because I think when Martin Yole came in, you could say that really was the foundation. But you mentioned some of the young players there, the Ledleys and whatever. These players yeah. were just coming through you and nurturing them. How do you know, you know, 
how do you know at such an early stage of this this guy's going to be a player? Do, do you kind of have it's like a sort of sixth sense when you realise they've got something, or can they, or can great players be discarded very early on as well? Yeah, but um, generally when they're younger, you, you've got a good idea that they're going to make it. You know what I mean? They're going to go all the way. You know what I mean? Um, and they all need work on. They need, and they also need um, an arm around to show even um, players like experienced ones that they, they, they still I learned that from being a Celtic player years ago and I played in the reserves with um, the great John Clark Billy McNeil's he, he won the European Cup and he's in the reserves and um, with me and he sort of said after the game how, how do you think I've done I went what I says why are you asking me and he says well, I just wonder if you thought I had a, a, a good game. I said, John, you've just won the European Cup. You're a bit of a fan. But even he needed assurance from somebody like me to tell him that he actually played well. And yeah. that's where I think I've been good. I shouldn't talk about myself, but, but in my career, I, I was um, even with the players like um, England, you know, like you talked about, they, they all needed um, a wee bit um arm around them and, you know, to to, to um, bring them on, you know what I mean, and uh, encourage them. It's surprising that players need um, always to be told that they've had a good game or that they've improved and things like that, you know. I mean, you're spot on because when you look in the modern era of successful England uh, yeah. managers, Harry Redknapp said on the show, I took the job, great lot of players. I just put my arm around them and changed the atmosphere. Pochettino yeah. is another one who came and changed the atmosphere. And we're recording this show. Obviously, Antonio Conte is the current manager. He's recuperating in Italy. There are rumours that will he, will he, will he, will he stay next season? Will his contract mm. be renewed? I kind of think that it'll probably it feels like the beginning of the end of, of, of this manager who normally doesn't hang around yeah, very, very looking- long. So again, for uh, my mind always goes. I look at people like Delhi Ali. I, I actually worked with him with Carl Robinson at um, MK Dons, but he was only a baby. Yeah. He was only in the youth team. But he, you asking about players, you could yeah. tell he was going to be. A, I mean, he was. Carl was raving about him, like as well. He was like, yeah. he was like, he, there was no way he wasn't going to make it. But no, you see what's happened now. Like, he, he's the one that really needed an arm. You know what I mean? And to be told every day, I don't know what's gone wrong there. I, I really can't understand how how a player like him can. I mean, I look at Son now. I would love to give him a big hug. Yeah, and because I love him, he's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite players. Me too. And, um, and he plays. He, he's one of these players that has looks like he has to be happy to play well. Yeah. And when you see the shoulders hunched, you can see oh, the body language. Maybe, just they're, not, wish, maybe just, they're not happy with the tactics, John. Maybe they maybe they're not well, enjoying the football. For for me, something about him, he just gave him the ball as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. If I was left, which I was, if I left back. I mean, Glenn was in centre midfield. He just gave him the ball. It, like yeah. he just passed it five yards. Just yeah, say yeah, there, yeah. you do it. You you you're the best. You you get on the ball. Yeah. You know, and, um, and then feed it to Harry. Obviously, Harry's the king, like, and he he's magnificent. Um, but I mean, Harry's been through hard times. He, he went out and loan to yeah, players and places like Orient, and I've heard people say he wasn't he, like like now, not a world beater. You know. So but, it just um, shows you hard work, as well yeah. as having that natural flair. Hard yeah, work yeah. as well can get you to what well, is now at, the look greatest at Harry goal now. He's just like the, ever had. 
he's just amazing, Harry. Yeah. And and he's a real he's a real um you know credit to the game he is. Yeah. Yeah. You you met you mentioned there you obviously went on to various clubs, Wickham, Northampton, Gillingham, Ipswich, Southampton, yeah. QPR. <laughs> when, yeah. when you when QPR, you retired, yeah. when you retired about ten years ago, how difficult was that to do? It's as you, much as that. Well, well it's twenty twelve I've got here. You 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 left the game. My last game was um we played um it was at Huddersfield um right. in the playoffs um it was um that was my last game um I, I told the boys I was retiring yeah um Carl and never I could have stayed on but I had problems with my heart at the time and my partner Denise mm. Denise she, she she was worried about me mm. you know and uh, my daughter obviously as well yeah. son was my son actually he's in Thailand he, he's Spurs mad yeah. he's in, and my grandson he's there in Thailand and oh, um okay. I'm going to see him soon he's got a, he, he's a, he coaches football as well he's got a wee coaching job which is great Amazing. and um yeah, what was I going to say? Um, I've cut myself off there. I went on to someone else. But what's incredible then is, is you know, and again, many Tottenham fans will remember. Yeah. It had never been seen before. And it probably happened, I'm assuming, when you had the leg break. All of a sudden, in the Tottenham programme, these wonderful, wonderful, um, with huge personality in life, these wonderful caricatures that you used to do with the players. Yeah. And now oh, I was wondering when you're going to get oh, on that. Of course, of course. But listen, and now all the they, years on, hey, you're now they, now you've retired. You now are doing art almost full time. Yeah. How did that but, come but about? They, and you, um, when yeah. did you start doing all the art? Well, to be honest, mate, I did it when I was uh, the young boy, Ellie's ten year old. Right. But, um, but I, I, you know, when I was a player, I, I didn't get a chance to do it as much. But when I was injured at Spurs, but remember the ones at Spurs, I only done them in pen and ink. Yeah. They're only just wee quickies. But yeah. I've, I'm doing. In fact, I'm. I've got a painting, and I could even show you, but I don't I'd want to show you. Yeah, I've oh, got. Oh, I'm doing. Okay. I'm doing a painting of Glenn for, oh, really? for this. And he's he's doing a thing that's um it's called Sebastian's Action Trusts in a couple of weeks and his first wife Anne um she she runs it and right. she gets Gwen to go to do an evening with Glenn Hoddle and of course so I'm going to um, finish the painting off and right. get Glenn to sign it on the night I'll do, I'll not go to that one I've been to a few right. and um I, I um I'll give the painting to Anne and hopefully well of course we will I'll phone him um Glenn will sign it and then raise some money for this fantastic charity. You know? Amazing. What so? What kind and, of art do you like doing? Do you like doing portraits? Well, I do, do like, like doing portraits. I mean, I've done. I mean, I've got pictures everywhere. I've got. Yeah. I've even got pictures like, look at the M ones up there. Right. Oh, lovely. Can you see them? Yeah. Very, very nice. It's the yeah, and they're just ones I did off the listeners there. Yeah. Got and then the there's one there. Yeah, there's um, Denise's grandson um, on a sea thing, and there's lovely. There's another, another sea one, one there. One from Arizona. Right, amazing. And then there's this one here with the horses. I don't know if yeah, you can see it. I can, lovely, amazing, yeah. beautiful. And then out in the out there, I've done the animals. I've even done an elephant on a bit of wood. You know? Right. Amazing. And then and then in the garage, I've got the painting. I'm doing the one of Glenn at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever do an exhibition, or have you done an exhibition? You know, I never bother about things like that. I just, um, I just do a lot for charity. People, and, and then I do um, people some commissions of people. In fact, right. a, a, one Spurs guy, John Smith's his name is. He's got a box. Mm -hmm. He's he's he said he said about he said about he said Harry Kane. He said um, who was um, I've done about I've done about four paintings for him, and he's got them in his um, and and he's he's a he's absolutely Spurs fanatic, you know, and um. Amazing. 
Uh, my daughter, I don't know when he's son. Um, uh, one in Harry went, I never got the money, but it went to for about two grand at one of the yeah. charities. You know? Fantastic. Oh, that's yeah. Lovely. What a lovely so, thing to, to, to Yeah, do. it's been great. I've loved it. Yeah. So um, if anybody comes to that one for Glenn, evening with Glenn Hoddle, can't remember exactly where it is, but yeah. uh, make sure that you well, um, buy that pin. All the thousands of listening at home, if any of you want yeah. uh, a personal commission from John. Yeah. I'll pass on the number. I'm sure his rates will be quite reasonable for Tottenham fans. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah. uh, there we are. Get 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 something yeah. uh Yeah, I've done I've done I've done the Island bro. I've done I've done all, my favorite one is done I've done about three songs. Right. Um, he he one of his um two years went for charity, you know. Amazing. Have you done a self-portrait? Yeah. What about self-portrait? Yeah, I've done one. I've got one upstairs in a yeah. in a rowdy strip. I, I've done one um, when I was back in America. I I, um, I did it. I did the whole team there. Amazing. Yeah, That's I did fantastic. the whole team. Yeah. So when you look back at your your career, and oh God, I mean, you have worked for so long for such a long time. You know, professionally at the top top level. When you look back, what does Tottenham Hotspur still mean to you now? Well, it means I'm blinking gutted when they don't win, like yeah. you. <laughs> it's like, and I've got to go and face all these Arsenal fans. I've got two friends that are every morning I have coffee. What um, one's um, he owns a, a um, what they call it, a cobbler shop, right? Mm-hmm. And Steve, and then Gordon's this wee old buddy. He played a wee bit for Brentford when he was young, and he's Arsenal mad. And um, I've got to um, go and face them every time we lose, don't I? So, um, but uh, but every game, as I say, my family, we we like we, my my uh, my daughters, um, even my granddaughter Josie, seventeen years old, Aaron, and her, and her, and uh, Rick, her uh, husband. Who, by the way, if you ever want mm-hmm. my daughter's husband, Amanda, yeah. Rick English is his name. He's a he's a stunt man. Oh wow, amazing! And he's got like a most, he'd have more amazing stories than me. Wow, you know. He's been on all Mission Impossibles. His Batman's double. He was, wow. you know, yeah. He's a very interesting job. Yeah. Amazing. And you yeah. know, and, and and finally, you know, when you look at all the players, I mean, you mentioned some of the players you faced out in America. Where would you put your old pal Glenn Hoddle? How good was what? How yeah. good was being on the pitch and watching this in front of you week in week out? The skills that he had. Well, I've been with him that much, even when I was coaching. He was still the best player then. Yeah. You know. He was, um, but when he was, when I was at Spurs, as I said, I joined and he was only about, um, I think it would be 18 or 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. And to be fair to Keith Perkins, so he says, wait till you see this player. And even Ozzy and Ricky were in awe of him, you mm-hmm. know. Someone, and, said, um, someone said he had feet like golf irons. Yeah, he could open the door with his feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but he's, the thing about Glenn is he's got two feet. That's the thing about him. It's, yes. it's like he nobody knew what, what foot he, he was best with. You know, yeah. and he he just had so much talent. I can beat him and keep me up in now, though. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he's more Run unfit. Than, he's more unfit than me. <laughs> oh dear, look, John, thank you so much for your time. I, you know, on behalf of all the one listening on the Spurs fan, thank you so much for the years you gave this club as, as yeah. a player. Uh, as a, as a wonderful that, manager, it's, it's really, really appreciated. And I just feel guilty and bad that I twice had to leave when I shouldn't have been leaving. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we we should have. It's a pity we couldn't have done better as coaches and took the team to glory with the fans. And um, also as a player, I love being a Spurs player. I just I feel a bit embarrassed when I say I only played thirty two games. You know, 
Well, maybe um, maybe we can get a third time and, and try and um, push yeah. for you to become the official artist in residence hey, yeah, at, at the stadium. That would yeah. be nice. That would be a nice gig. That, well, we Mickey Hazard tries his best. He's always promoting me. He's yeah. always doing things. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll do the same. And as I said, if anyone wants some, some artwork done, get in contact. And we'll, so we'll I appreciate that. If you could, Matt, that would be lovely. That would be... That would be fantastic. That would be amazing. John, thank you so much for your My time. My pleasure. And, uh, I'm glad we got on in the end. We did it. We did it. We, we, got, <laughs> we, we, we beat the technology. Two yeah. Luddites. We, we I'm getting it. too old for all this technology. <laughs> Aren't we all? Exactly. Thank you so much, John. All right, Lovely to meet you. Lovely speaking to you. Take care. Up the spurs. Up the spurs. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.